0: Why is it every time I hear her name, it just makes me feel like I want to explode? I get so angry and I get so anxious all at the same time. I can't even watch my favorite TV show because there's a character with her name. It has changed my world. Or beautiful, maybe it's a word for you. We're talking about triggers today on Beauty Beyond the Trail. Hey, beautiful, it's Lisa, and this is Beauty Beyond Betrayal, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal, trauma, and loss. Each week, I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because He's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you decided to once again join me. And I've got some exciting news to share with you before we jump into the episode today. I'm excited because I received some confirmation news that Beauty Beyond Betrayal has become one of the top 5% podcast globally. Yeah, you heard that right. Beauty Beyond Betrayal is in the top 5% of the two plus million podcasts that are out there globally and it's all because of each and every one of you. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast, for your reviews. They mean more than you know. And what is so great is I realize that we are reaching so many women that are in desperate need of hope and healing after they've discovered their husband's affair. And so we're getting that out there. And we have so many more listeners we're up by 527%. It's just mind boggling. So I want to thank you. And because of this, we're going to have a little bit of a celebration. I am offering the first five women who go to the show notes and click on the link down below to schedule a one hour breakthrough coaching call with me. It's going to be free. the first five that click on there and schedule with me yes you're going to have an hour coaching call with me and it's free for the first five and this is my way of giving back saying thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to beauty beyond betrayal and making us a top podcast globally so let's go ahead and get into today's show shall we um we are going to be talking about triggers today You know, I received an email from uh, just this amazing woman, and that's what spawned this podcast episode today. And it was about triggers and how they can just disrupt our lives in so many ways. So I want to talk about that today, and, and specifically triggers when it comes to names, words, and phrases, because those have a tendency to. Just hit us in such a different way than maybe places or um, just events or uh, billboards or songs, things like that. But words and names, especially, have a huge impact on us emotionally and even physically within our bodies when we're triggered by them. So, what, you know, ladies, we get emotionally flooded and triggered after infidelity. So what are they? What are these things that take place in our bodies and in our minds and cause us to feel this way? Well, triggers are actually a reminder of the event that took place. They remind you of the betrayal. They remind you of your husband having an affair with another woman. And they are a reminder of the trauma that took place due to that discovery of that affair, what it has done to you emotionally, mentally, physically, maybe financially, spiritually, but the trauma that took place. And triggers come in many forms. They can come in maybe a song that you hear on the radio or a TV show. There's a scene that happens. Maybe it's a place that you drive by. Um, Maybe it is a word or a phrase or names. But today, I really, I kind of want to talk to you about the names and the words. So triggers are usually followed by intrusive thoughts, and, and they're an absolute flood of emotion in our bodies and in our minds. And this is because it's a deep psychological wound from the infidelity that we discovered. It hits us at a deep psychological level. So biologically, I want you to know that it also hits you there as well. And the way it does it is it affects our nervous system. So our nervous system, all of a sudden, when we hear a name or maybe it is a a word that we hear that was used and reminds us of the infidelity the gaslighting that we went through um, it, our nervous system goes on high alert it goes it's literally hyper vigilant at this point and the reason why is because our part of the brain that's called the amygdala, that part of the brain that processes fear and arousal, that's responsible for trying to keep you safe and protect you. It's now gone into high alert. The amygdala, that part of your brain is actually looking for anything in your environment that is similar to the discovery of the affair. And it's trying to get your body ready for that fight or flight mode. It's it's trying to get you into that survival mode. So it's scanning your environment, so to speak, to see if there's anything out there. But also what's happening at the same time biologically is there's another part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex that's no longer engaging. Now this is the part of your brain that reasons. It's the part of your brain that thinks through things. It helps you to reason through and to make sense of things, so to speak. So when the part of the brain that's processing fear and the part of the brain that's supposed to reason and help you think through things are not working properly, then your whole system gets whacked out, so to speak. So let me give you a little bit of an example here. Let's say, and I'll give you an example with me. How about that? So for me, um, it was her name and I'm not going to say it here, but it was her name. And every time, I would hear her name spoken, I would get this high flood of emotions and adrenaline that would kick in through my body. It was like my ears would just literally be set on fire. My heart would begin to race, I would begin to shake all over. I would feel nauseous like I was just going to throw up, and I couldn't stand it. It just it it just literally just caused my whole nervous system to just go on high alert. Now, What was hard about that was there is a favorite TV show that I have that one of the characters actually has that name. So for an entire year, yes, ladies, I'm being honest here, for an entire year, I was unable to watch one of my favorite TV shows because her name was in that show. Talk about controlling your life, right? Literally, it was controlling even down to the fact that I couldn't enjoy a TV show Because that name was in the TV show. But it was a trigger. And it was a trigger that set me over the edge. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And there was, my brain wasn't functioning properly. And it was a very intense response. So that's kind of what a trigger is. A trigger causes our nervous system to go into high alert. To really kind of get very unbalanced. We don't have a high tolerance level anymore. Our tolerance is very low and it sets our whole system out of whack. So let me explain to you what a trigger is not because this is going to help you here. A trigger is not an attempt of you trying to punish him for what he did. You're not trying to rub it in when you get triggered. You're not trying to hurt him and get back at him. It's not even a sign of the fact that maybe you have unforgiveness in your heart. I know women that I speak to sometimes are like, Lisa, I keep getting triggered every time I hear a certain word or a phrase. So that must mean that I haven't really forgiven him. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It means that you're still working through a healing process. So a lot of times when we share with our spouse that, okay, I'm triggered by this. This is really upsetting me. This is not feeling good for me. They can push back and they can say, well, you're just rubbing it in. You just haven't forgiven me. You just you just haven't, you know, you're trying to hurt me by saying that. No, not at all. Actually, it just means that you're still working through it. You see, triggers also are not a setback. And a lot of times we look at it as such. We think, well, I've not made any strides in my healing journey because I'm still triggered. I felt that way. Every time I would try to move forward and I would hear a name, you know, and, and, or a phrase. There was a certain phrase that my husband said to me over the years that we were married, that he, in text messages and other ways, said to her the same phrase. And every time he would say it to me, when we started to work on reconciliation, it would trigger me and it didn't feel good. And I looked at it as a setback, but it wasn't. So what do we do with these triggers? If we hear a name or if we hear a word, I know for some women, maybe it's, the word lovely. Maybe it's um, babe, you know, maybe he called you babe, or maybe he called you beautiful, or maybe he, you know, called you honey, or something like that. And every time you hear that word, you get triggered by it, and it doesn't feel good. Well, instead of you looking at it as a setback, like a lot of women do, like I looked at it, I want you to now look at a trigger in a different way. The first way I want you to look at it is that there still needs to be some healing worked through. There's an opportunity here for you. And that's the word I really want you to focus in on. The trigger is actually an opportunity for you. And I know that you might be saying, how in the world is this trigger an opportunity, Lisa? Because it's so painful. It's difficult. And I don't want to feel this way. It feels like I'm going to feel this way forever. But I want to reassure you that you won't as long as you realize this is an opportunity for you to actually work through the pain. Yes, to actually talk and process the emotions and the thoughts that you're feeling. You see, what has to happen, lovely, is this. You need to put together a clear picture of what has actually happened to you. In other words, you need to embrace the truth. Embrace the truth that you've been traumatized by the affair, thus it's causing a trigger that is letting you know you have an opportunity here to heal by working through the pain. So how do you do it? Well, I'm going to give you three short ways to do it right now. So get your pen and paper, beautiful, because I'm going to give them to you and I want you to go ahead and tactically put them into action. So you have right now the opportunity to let go of some resentment, some bitterness, and to really work through this painful process. And here's the first way. Number one, you need to recognize and accept the trigger. Now, I know that might seem very simplistic and you might say, well, obviously so, Lisa. But noticing the trigger Noticing the flood of emotions that you feel, the painful memories and those intrusive thoughts are important because a lot of times we have a a way of just shoving them down. We don't want to feel them. So we're going to Put them under the rug, shove them aside because we automatically go to that default mode of whoa, whoa, that's way too painful. So I don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to step over it. But by stepping over it, you're not actually processing the pain. You're not actually stepping into a healing moment. But by recognizing and accepting that trigger and being compassionate with yourself, being compassionate with your heart, accepting what you feel. It's actually a way for you to move forward. So don't stuff the feeling and and don't say, well, how can I make this go away really quickly? Instead of doing that, acknowledge the fear that you feel. Acknowledge what is going on in your body. Where are you feeling the pain right now? Is it in your heart? Do you have a tightness in your throat? Is there a tightness in your gut, maybe deep in your stomach? Are you shaking all over? Is it hard to breathe? What's going on inside of your body? Recognize it and make note of it. Now, the second part of that is to now ask yourself, what is it that you're actually reacting to? You see, knowing what it is that you're reacting to will actually help you work through it more effectively. How do you do this? Well, first, you need to assess Is it a current threat? In other words, are you reacting to the fact that maybe he's hiding his cell phone or he's gaslighting you or there are red flags that are coming up? You're hearing the name over and over or you're hearing a word over and over. And is it a current threat? Or is it just because it's producing a memory of the trauma of discovering the affair? is that what's going place is it the anxiety that you're feeling deep down inside because when you ask yourself what is it exactly you're reacting to and i know that you might be saying well i'm i'm reacting to her name i'm reacting to the word that i'm hearing but the, it's something deeper beautiful why are you reacting to it well you might be saying because he had an affair with her that's why i asked you to notice where you're feeling in your body. It's deeper than that. There is something going on in your body that is traumatizing. Is it because when you heard the name or you heard the word, you felt like you couldn't speak up? Is it that you lost your voice? Is it that you lost your confidence? What was it deeper rooted? Write that down. And the third thing is this. What is it Now that you've recognized what the trigger was, it was a name or it was a word, where it affected you in the body, in the mind, emotionally, how it was affecting you, how it made you feel, and was it because of a memory or was it because he's still having the affair? What is the threat right now? The third thing is, Because of all of those things, what is it that you actually need in this moment of the trigger? Is it that you need a timeout? Is it that you need to take a step back by yourself? Is it that you need to stop and you need to just breathe through the emotional state that you're in? Maybe The trigger is so great you need to call a friend and you need to talk it through. You just need to vent for a few minutes. Maybe you need to journal your feelings. Or maybe you need to ground yourself. Get outside. Take your shoes off. You need to bring yourself back into the present so that you know where you are and you know that you're safe. Maybe that's the first thing you need to do in the moment. You need to reestablish safety. By determining what would help you right in this moment is going to help you move through the pain quicker and more effectively. I want to end this today with an example of how to do this. There was one day I was driving home from being at the gym and as I was driving, There was, I was listening to the radio, and they actually had an excerpt from my favorite TV show that I was just talking about, and they actually had her name in the excerpt, and I heard it. And as I was driving, and I heard that, it triggered me so quickly, and the emotional flooding was so great that I started to go into a panic attack and i had to pull off the side of the road and it felt like the car was spinning and it actually felt like i was going to black out it felt like everything was going dark for me and i knew that if i didn't get regrounded into the present moment that i felt like i was going to pass out i mean it was it was so overwhelming that I I just thought, at this moment, I'm going to pass out and somebody's going to find me just slumped over on my steering wheel and they're not going to know what's happened to me. So I closed my eyes and I started breathing and I literally, all I could say was Jesus, 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 in between taking a deep breath in and just blowing it out. And I realized that my trigger was her name. I realized that my lungs felt like I couldn't breathe. The anxiety level was through the roof. I felt like I was going to pass out. So I realized I was in a panic attack and I realized what I needed in the moment was to slow my breathing. And I just needed Jesus to come and help me to regulate my nervous system. And I want you to know that I felt calm come over me. And once I got to a point where I could breathe again, I picked up my phone and I called a friend just so that I could walk through the process of what I was feeling and the pain that I was experiencing. And she stayed on the phone with me and she let me vent and she walked through it with me out of compassion and love until the Anxiety past. Beautiful. If you can just use this technique when you get triggered, this is just a simple way. And I wanted to give you something tangible today to walk away with. Try it in the moment. It works. I promise you that it works. I would love to hear from you as you do this. The next time that you are triggered, What is it that the trigger was? How did it make you feel? And what did you need to get you through it in the moment? If you use those three things together, just tandemly as one, I promise you that God will see you through. So beautiful, I hope this helped you today. Share this out with another woman who you know needs this. And I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email. My email is below in the show notes. And remember, today for the first five that schedule with me, you get a free hour breakthrough call with me as just my way of saying thank you for making this podcast reach so many women who need it. I appreciate you more than you know, and I can't wait to just be with you again on our next episode. Hey beautiful, thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast and if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode, share us out on IG and Facebook stories, Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast, and I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.